We're just gonna get into it. Love that. We've only had we've only had a few guests on this. Not even a few. We've had a couple guests on this because when I started this podcast, I was like, we need to keep this contained so it's as easy as possible. <laughs> sure. But we have been getting so many cool emails from people giving us advice on like how to make friends in a new city because that's mostly what <laughs> I've been talking about and how hard it is. <laughs> sure. Um, and somebody wrote in and said that they had gone to a couple of your meetups and That's I was so like, dope. wait, Marissa Mize, I saw this TikTok, yeah. this viral TikTok. And had you seen it, Brianna? Or did I've I? I've seen it now. You've seen it now, but I you hadn't seen, seen it, it back then. And no. I was like, dude, I didn't realize that this girl like just started a revolution after this. Like, I just thought this was like a crazy horrible thing that happened and then you did like one park meetup yeah and that was it and it was just like a couple of cool <laughs> yeah. tiktoks um so i'm sorry if i'm asking you a bunch of like from the beginning questions <laughs> no, but i'm so good. curious so i did read somewhere that the friends that they're talking about in this video were like some of the first friends you made when you moved to the city yeah i worked with them you so worked with them. it was like i when i first moved here i just like i didn't have really any of the friends because it was straight up a huge pandemic and no one talked to it like anybody on the streets at all so yeah i like made all my friends through work or just like randomly and they were like yeah some two of the friends i worked with <laughs> and what do you do for work um well i do this now full time uh -huh. but i worked um like wardrobe for like netflix and like a bunch of random shows and movies that's so cool yeah, and now you really do cool. this full time yeah yeah that's so fucking cool yeah, i didn't really know dope. that yeah. oh my god you're such a badass okay so for people who don't know if you've not seen that video what are you doing do you even like this podcast we talked about it for like 30 minutes can you talk about what that video was what that experience was like for you because we have talked about it on this podcast about how you see those tiktoks that are like hey if your name is so and so and your friends are this or yeah. your husband's on this train and he said he was here but he's actually swiping on tinder like there's so many scary tiktoks out there that are just exposing people it's terrifying and like trying <laughs> to get to the person that's being fucked with and yours your situation was the first one i had ever seen of that i think so Tell yeah. us what the video was, what the experience was. Yeah, basically it was this guy named Drew and he was in a random park and it was just him. And he was like, hey, if, uh, you know, I just passed by your friends. If your name's Marissa and you live in New York City, um, I just basically heard your friends talking shit about you. And it was like this whole thing. And and I didn't I wasn't on like I was I have the app like I had TikTok, but I was on a trip that weekend and I was out of town. And basically he was saying if um, you're out of town this weekend and your friends were having a birthday party, like they basically put it on this date so that they didn't have to invite you because they knew you were going to be out of town. And so, so it was like, shady. yeah, it was just like shady and it was like whatever. So basically I was at dinner and my phone was like blowing up and I was like, okay, my phone was turned upside down. I was at dinner with my friend and I turned it over and I was like, why are all these people sending me the same link? And so I opened it and it was like the thumbnail of the TikTok. And it was just like, if you're Marissa in New York city. And I was like, what did this random man video me doing on the street that I'm probably gonna get canceled for? Like, I was like, what did I do? Like, I thought I was, you know, I don't know, like doing something so stupid and this man like recorded me. So I clicked on it and I got like halfway through the video and I was like, like I had this gut feeling and my heart just dropped and I was like, 
oh, okay, this kind of sucks. And so I went home and I made that response video that I was like, I think this is about me. If you can reach back out to me, yada, yada. And instantly like comments, DMs, like follows everything. And overnight it was 100,000 followers later, like uh, 5,000 DMs from all over the world of people being like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like this has happened to me before, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was it was so wild. How did you know for sure that video was about you? So in the beginning of it, when I just watched it, I was, just having a gut feeling and so then I commented on his video like hey I think this might be about me he dm'd me and was like give me that location like where you kind of live or where you would have they would have been and what they look like Mm -hmm. and I dm'd him and I said I think in this place in this time this is what they look like and he was like oh yeah that's them I was like ah I was like no it's not me (laughs) so yeah it was just it was just like too it was like too good to be true, but also like happened so quickly that I just didn't wrap around my head really good. Yeah. Did you confront those friends? Did you talk no. to them about it? You didn't? No. no, I literally just posted that video. And then I got a text message from like a different girl in the group. Like we kind of had a group and a different girl in the group basically was like, I know why they didn't invite you. Like, I'm so, I saw the TikTok, like yada, yada. And I was like, okay. Okay. So that's your I did, confirmation. I yeah. Like, and I didn't, I just didn't respond. I was like, mm. okay, like whatever. And I moved on. You just didn't want to even. I did. I, I didn't care. Yeah. It was like I. It was so not awkward. Awkward is a weird word for it, but it was just not worth my time. And all these yeah. people that were messaging me and saying all these things to me, I was like, okay, these people care so much more. Like, why would I go yeah. back and waste my energy on that stupid shit that, that, that like didn't matter? You know. Yeah. Obviously, they didn't want me there. So why would I like if I? You know. It was just yeah. And they weren't like close friends. No. Right? They weren't like. It was that like awkward work thing where you guys are all with each other. And we work on film, like we worked on film sets. So we were with each other like 20 hours a day. Right. So, you know, it was just constantly together, constantly feeling like you're off dang out because you always see each other. So whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's very, that's very mature response. Just like, all right, whatever. But did you go back to work with them? No, I was, we were like, we just finished with the show we were working on. So it was kind of nice because that would have been so much worse like yeah that was that that i would have to probably confront them and be like hey this is like what it is but since yeah they didn't even i just didn't want to see him again i was like i don't want to waste my time thanks though i'm surprised they never reached out and said anything i was actually pretty surprised i thought at least it would be like a hey so sorry whatever nothing pure radio silence except for that one like tertiary yeah. character who yeah. was like i know what happened I, and you're like cool and i was like and it you know it was kind of i felt like that response was something that was very like hey i'm still on your side kind of yeah, yeah. don't hate me type of thing mm-hmm. and i was like all right this is not it's not it like whatever <laughs> yeah so yeah, I mean that's very big of you. I would have gone scorched earth on those people. You humiliated me on the biggest streaming platform in the world. And it's honestly, I would have felt that way. But since so many people, as awful as it sounds, it was such a relatable story yeah. that if it was something that like I don't know really made me look like a dumbass, like I'd be like, yo, this sucks. But it, since it was kind of one of those things that everyone was like, hey, I relate to this, like. I'll be your friend. Like, this is so cool that you just want to keep, like, it mutual. That's kind of why I didn't go ham and, like, get all psycho. Because, you know, people can. I could. But (laughs) it was just not worth it at my that time, you know. Yeah. But you moved into the city during the pandemic. Yeah. November 2020. Oh, my God. So, right in, like, really in the middle. It was 
literally no one was here and it was also so sad like no one would talk to each other it was like so cold first of all so everyone has like the 20 layers but then (laughs) on top of that nobody would want to talk to anybody because it was like stay away from me i don't want to you're a stranger i don't want to get whatever you have (laughs) right what was the timing of that what was the reasoning for that so i lived in la for five years okay and i was over it i was in a weird living situation in la and it was just no joke one day i woke up and i was like i don't want to do this anymore Mm. i'm over it i've always wanted to move to manhattan and Mm. so i was i literally sold every single thing that i owned that day (laughs) and booked a one-way flight without a place to live like nothing came here lived in a hotel for like two weeks found a place to live and that was it and just like loved it right away or yeah. were, were you like what did i do no at any i point? i absolutely loved it there was awful times because i didn't know anyone here mm-hmm. and also it was the middle of winter and so it was just it was sad for some parts for sure i went through a very very weird time and um i was like transitioning a lot through a lot of things and yeah at least I like I was on unemployment for a while because of COVID and stuff. So I had that like little buffer. And then once I got my job, I was like, oh, I have a purpose again. Like, great. Okay, cool. You know, and it, since I moved here, I, I had no connections and I had all my connections in L.A. So when I did end up being here, I was like, I have no one that can get me a job. And like, yeah. how do I even get a job here? Like, especially in film and TV, no one like how how you know a netflix show was filming outside of my house i walked up to them and i asked them for a job and they gave it to me <laughs> you're kidding me <laughs> i literally walked up and i said hey i just moved from la i have like six seven years experience like what like do you guys need a another person they're like we just fired someone today like do you want to start tomorrow i was like oh hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> this bitch is my hero what is happening what is actually happening uh, how old are you 24 Fuck you, dude. Are you <laughs> the main serious? character I've, I've ever fucking the seen one. The I've mainest ever character I've ever seen. Holy shit. It's okay. my origin story. It's my villain origin story. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So do you have family on the east, west, both coasts? So, yeah, all my family's in Long Island. Okay. And so I basically, like, grew up half here, half in Orange County because my, um, my mom had a job there. And so it was like a weird back and forth of I would spend literally half of my life here. And then I would like go to school in Orange County and then take all of my breaks, all of my summers, everything over here. So wow. I like I call myself a New Yorker because I grew up here. Basically, all of my fa- every single family member is from here. So yeah, I literally spent ninety nine percent of my times. I mean, even if I had a long weekend, like we would literally fly out here. And but it was you, just, so you were like bi coastal. Yeah, that non-stop. is so crazy. Yeah, and Do you I have feel siblings. Like, yeah, I have two siblings. So you were all bi coastal. Yeah. growing up the whole time. It was a lot, especially for my single mom, for sure. Like we would we, like. We were so young and we were just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah. But she just wanted to do it to keep you close to family? I have no idea. I literally still haven't asked. I should ask that. I have (laughs) no idea. I literally have no idea. You don't know why she wanted to keep you in school on the West Coast? and That is so... Yeah, it was so weird. I didn't know that I think of it. That's crazy. (laughs) I never really thought about that. But you spent summer out here. Every... Like the whole summer. Every holiday. Every... Yeah, the four or five weeks for Christmas and stuff. The like long weekends, spring break, everything, yeah. That's so interesting because we've talked about that, about how I've been like, yeah, I could be bi-coastal for a while, but not when I have kids. Like kids can't be bi-coastal and yet. Yeah. Yeah. It was really wild. 
yeah. I don't even like looking back on it now. I'm like, that was a lot, especially yeah. for kids like flying like the six hour flights. We would do like nonstop flights. So six hours straight here, like every single time. Wow. Out of LAX, yeah, it was wild. Were you ever like, I don't want to do this? Or were you just kind of like, this is what our life is? And- I never really questioned it. It was really hard, like leaving for holidays and stuff because all my friends would be home and I would never be able to like sit for a holiday and mm. hang out with friends or have a summer. It was just so, it was, it was really, yeah, it was really rough because I just never like had that friend group that I could like, oh my God, it's summertime. We get to hang out every day. Like, so I never had that. Yeah. But you, so when you came out here for breaks, were you just hanging out with family? Yeah. Did you have just my grandma, my cousins, like that was it. <laughs> you didn't like make friends out here too? No. Nope. Cause yeah. I couldn't drive. So like right. I never could go anywhere. And if we did, we like went to the mall and I was like, <laughs> right. woo, the Smith Haven mall every time. Like, woo. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was just like, it was either like, oh, you want to go to aunts? Okay. We're going this way. You want to go to grandma's? Okay. We're going that. Like it was right. back and forth. There was like no in between. So. Wow. Yeah. Do you feel like that made you good at like making friends wherever you go? Or do you feel like it made you a little more guarded we just had somebody write in on yeah. the last episode about how they grew up in a military family oh. and they were moving all over the place yeah. all the time. But they said that it made them really good at like talking to people and getting to know people yeah. and feeling comfortable doing that. Yeah, I feel like it was kind of a mix of both. It was hard because I never really had those like solid core friend groups that I could be like reliant on and go back to. And, and you know, they spent the whole summer together and I was over there like calling him up on my grandma's landline like you know <laughs> so like i didn't have an iphone yet i didn't have anything like i had no phone so it was you know the landline to their home phone and and it was i got a lot of experiences and like also at the same time um my dad lived in alabama so oh. we would go back and forth like if i was like hey mom i'm bored or whatever then we would fly to alabama and go spend time with him that also was another thing so i was on each side of the united states and i feel like that gave me a lot of um, eye-opening experiences especially with the different mm-hmm. types of people that I met etc that made me kind of who I was but I was also around around so many adults all mm-hmm. the time I was never around kids so it was constant like growing up as quick as possible to make myself feel comfortable around adults right so I feel like that's given me a lot of good things that I can take from that but also it was really hard because then I was like ah, I didn't have kids my age that I could be around you know yeah that's part of why I wanted to ask you how old you were so upfront I was like I have no idea how old you yeah. are I like truly <laughs> yes. can't tell when people are mature like that you you think that they're much older than they actually yeah. are yeah I We're usually like, get like 28 28 29 just yeah. depending some people will talk to me and then I'll be like, what? And they'll be like, okay, are you 12? <laughs> that's like, a, that's a dead giveaway. There are certain like Gen Z tendencies True. that you go, oh, okay. You're like, oh, that. Yeah. I thought, like, that's my whole experience on TikTok because yeah. I'm, I'm 28 and every person that I think is my age is 20 fucking four. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> every time I'm like, well, that person's my age. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Yeah. And then they're like, 24 happy yeah. birthday and you're like all right you're kill like, me oh, i don't have eight kids yet and thousand. you are it's yeah. the worst um That's wow funny. oh my god i'm so impressed with you thank you so then how did the first meetup come about when i got those like five thousand plus dms yeah. in 24 hours every single one was i'll fly to new york to be your friend hey i'll come from here oh i'm in new york let's be friends 
whatever, wherever they were from, every single person was wanting to meet up or wanting to be friends or whatever it was. And so I posted a video on TikTok saying, hey, if I held this, I don't know, picnic in the park or something, would you guys come? All the comments were just, oh my God, I'm there. I'm there. So I posted another video right after that saying, hey, June 5th in Central Park, come out, bring your friends, bring your dogs, bring you know, food, mm-hmm. drinks, whatever, and I'll be there. And literally like 200 and something people showed up. And I just wow. sat there and I was just... I I didn't even and my friends like some of my friends come came and they just sat there and was just just as jaw dropped as me and I was just so confused how that happened so wow did you meet how many of those people do you think you met at that meetup I met every single one I talked to every single one of them almost every meetup I talked to every single person I greet every single person that comes the most we've had at a meetup was probably like 700 and something what? yeah where that was, was that new york holy it was, shit yeah it was it, that was wild because that was when the new york times came to the yeah. thing so it made me look good <laughs> but no it there was, it it is. was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was really cool and it was just i talked to every single person and a lot of them obviously know me like they come for to meet me as well but also come to meet people and then some people don't even know who I am one time I walked up to somebody and I was like hi like and I went to hug them and they looked at me and they're like uh (laughs) and I was like you have no idea who I am I'm so sorry and they're like is this no more lonely friends I was like yes (laughs) like you can okay like have a good time they're like wow the people are here really nice I'm like yeah you're like Um, I'm in charge I know I was like they're like oh is this no more lonely friends I'm like yes I am yeah. <laughs> but yeah otherwise it's really cool a lot of people come and um from that day i have so many friends that are my best friends oh my even God. from every meetup everyone that i meet i at least come out of it with like very very close friends that's crazy it's really cool what like and what do you guys do you just meet in a park and then everybody's like mingle y- honestly yeah and before i was so nervous that i would have to have like games or something that yeah would make them talk to each other and they just proved me wrong and every single time they just mingle like no other and it's kind of nice because it's very free-flowing so there's no pressure to do anything but also everyone takes their time to come into it some people hop around to different groups some people stick with one group the whole time and also I never really thought about it but everyone was there to make friends it's not like a networking event or something that you have to have that in common it's that everyone's there to just be nice to people and make friends so everyone has something in common yeah. and it's just so fun and beautiful to watch and yeah. makes me tear up a lot <laughs> i would imagine yeah <laughs> that's so nice yeah. i mean do you think that people come in like pairs mostly do you think people come alone mostly because i would be so scared to go to something like that by myself like yeah. i'm the type of person who would be like hey Absolutely. friend of mine who's not lonely you have to come with me and just <laughs> do this with me and so i was curious how many what percentage would you say is like people just raw dogging it alone dude straight up raw dog these me just fucking god that's been my it. um off topic that's been my um word of the month every month raw i dog? get like i'm just like we're just out here raw dogging life oh, we like, found the title to this we're episode there we go raw, raw dogging friends oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah um so i would say the first few meetups it was just like i mean so many people come alone Wow. I would say about like 75% of people come alone. But the more, so I do all over, right? But right. I do New York at least once a month. So New York is cool because um, the people will meet each other at them and then go together to the next one, whatever oh. it is. So they'll just 
take the friends from the last one and go to the next one or whatever. But most of the time, it's people coming alone. And it's really cool. Wow. A lot of people bring their dogs. I recommend that. Because okay, then that's bringing a it's friend. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, but then everyone's like, oh, yeah. my God, your dog. And then you have like a nice icebreaker, right. you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, all the other ones, especially in other states and stuff, people definitely come alone. So then what was the first other city you did? I did New York and then I did D.C., and how quickly did that come about? Like after that first meetup where like 200 plus people came. It was two weeks. Two weeks later, you were like, let's do it over here. Yeah. Because that was just the bulk of the emails you got or or how did you decide on that? It was, so one of my best friends lives in DC and mm-hmm. he was like, I, I don't know, you should try to have a meetup here. So I posted, oh, like, what do you think about DC? And because I made the No More Lonely Friends Instagram page mm-hmm. and it just like, people were like, oh, cool. Like requesting in the comments, you know, like, where are you from? What would you want? And I saw DC as a lot of them and a lot of people came to the DC one. And wow. it, the first, it was supposed to be on a Saturday and then it got rained out and we did a Sunday. It got rained out, AKA it said it was gonna rain, like pouring oh. rain, thunder, lightning, and then oh. it never did. And I was like, please. <laughs> so, Everybody's like, we'll move it, it's fine. Yeah. We have no friends. So we came the next day, but- <laughs> we have no plans tomorrow. Yeah, and I think I did three, two or three DC ones, I think three. And like 300 people came. It was crazy, wow. yeah, it was really cool. But yeah, it was that, I just started doing ones that people were talking about most in the comments or DMing me about. And then I would just take it, do like a little poll on the story or something, and then go from there, like literally go from there. Wow. Yeah. The Netflix show that I was working on, they gave me a car for like my job. And I used that car to get to all the meetups. You did? <laughs> Were they like, this is way the more mileage is much like the higher than I thought. Why is it $8,000 in tolls? I was like, I don't know. They never questioned it, which I was like, thank God. Wow. Mm-hmm. So then how quickly did this become like your full-time deal? It was really rough because I was then working on a movie and the movie I was full, like full, full time. And it was two hours away. We had to drive there every day, two hours back. And then I would do these on the weekends. And so I'd drive or fly to wherever they were. And I think within, so once that movie was like halfway through, it was getting so much that I wasn't sleeping at all. Like it was so, I would just go straight to the meetups, do Saturday, Sunday and not sleep the whole like Friday to Monday and Mm -hmm. then go back to work. And it was crazy. And my boss was like, are you good? And I was like, no. (laughs) Um, But otherwise I could have, I mean, I could have randomly started full time, but it was kind of weird because I wasn't making any money necessarily because I was still bringing it up. Mm. And also my like socials weren't that crazy, you know, so it wasn't like I was making money. I was spending a ton of money on it. Mm. And so I, when I was full time, it's like, yeah, sure. The hours I put into it was full time, but I wasn't making anything. So that's when um, we decided to start doing like t-shirts and stuff so that um, I could make some sort of money of some sorts, you know? And once I was done with the movie, I can't remember what month it was, but then I just decided, like, I talked to a friend who is now my manager and we were just basically like, okay, let's try it. Let's see where we can go. And if we fail, we fail. But if not, like we can keep going with this and see how good it is. Um, New York Times came through and all that stuff and then Drew Barrymore and that's when it kind of like took off took off and that really helped a yeah. lot so how many different cities are you in now um so the tour that I did last year I did from like June to December I did I think 30 okay. um I did like two every a weekend? weekend I did two a weekend wow. I would fly to every single one get on like an overnight flight or an early morning flight for the next one and it took probably like 
four months, three, uh, like three or four months to fully like get into it and be able to do it full time and everything. And once my job was over, then I was like, okay, cool. We're good. But yeah, I would fly to every single one and it was exhausting. I never slept ever, ever. Wow. It was crazy. I wouldn't sleep from like Thursday to Monday, Tuesday. Are you an extrovert? Yes. Okay. So in that way, I'm like, because an introvert could not do this. No. This would not be physically possible for an extrovert. Yeah. So you'd just be on very little sleep, but then be around all these new people and probably feel like... It was just, it really made me passionate to be there. And every single person was like, I I see you don't sleep. Like, how are you doing this? I'm like, because every single time I go to a meetup, it would just seeing people like cry meeting me or cry knowing that they were going to make friends or something. It was just really eye-opening. And... I'm not in it for the money, <laughs> clearly, because I like spent a lot of money on it and stuff without making any. But that was the like that made it so worth it. It was yeah. perfect. And it, I'm so passionate about it. And it was just really cool to see people care about just making friends and meeting people. Yeah. Yeah. God, that's so cool. If you see maybe like a person or a group of people struggling at one of these events, what do you do to kind of help finesse that situation because i assume like there's a lot of like social awkwardness that goes on like i would be so socially anxious and awkward (laughs) if i was at one of those like i would definitely need rescuing like is there anything that you've seen other people do that's been really cool like in situations where people might have been uncomfortable um or scared or like floundering if i had a friend with me or someone that I knew went to a lot of meetups or something, or someone that I knew is good, like extroverted or whatever, I would either myself go up to the group or point out this person and be like, hey, go up to that group and like start a conversation. Mm. So it wasn't, didn't make it look like I was pushing for Mm. it because I didn't want it to make it feel awkward for them that I knew. So, or if I saw someone being left out, I would just write up to them and be like, hey, oh my gosh, this is my friend, Mike. Mike, this is the group. Oh, say hi to Mike. You know, so I think a big thing that I noticed was that if I walked up to a group or something, they would try to talk about me Mm -hmm. and because they were so interested. And I was like, no, 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 like that's not what we're here for, yada, yada. Um, A huge icebreaker that I love, even on like a first date, anything you can use this for is like, what is something you're really passionate about? Mm -hmm. And then someone will start talking about it and then it'll connect someone because they'll be like, oh, I'm really passionate about saving dogs. And they'll be like, oh, I have a dog, you know, and it kind of starts that conversation and then the whole group will be involved. So I'll kind of give that icebreaker question or talk about something relatable that I know every single person will kind of attest to. And so it'll ease up the awkwardness and then kind of everyone will like break into their, you know, and I'll also encourage like, hey guys, hop to other groups or, you know, I don't know, just kind of give a push to be like, hey, I see that you're struggling and it's awkward. Like, oh, I got you. Like, no worries. (laughs) Had you gone to a lot of like meetup events like this before you started doing it yourself? Never? Never. I don't think I've ever gone to like a meetup type thing Mm. before. So I was straight up, straight up just raw dogging this. <laughs> straight up there just raw we go. dogging. I was just taking, <laughs> seriously, I was just taking it one step at a time. I had no idea what I was doing. And I just did it and made sure that I looked like I knew what I was doing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's so impressive. Thank you. I cannot believe that. What do like all your friends think of this? Like were, were any of them like, you're going to do what? Like okay. was anybody like couldn't wrap their head around you doing this full time or was everybody just like that's fucking awesome yeah 
I think I don't it was it was really weird because when I first held the meetup, like the first one, when all my friends kind of saw how many people showed up, they were like, what is going on? And I was like, I don't know what's going on. So that was cool. And they thought it was really cool. And I was like, awesome, because if they didn't think it was cool, like what? <laughs> Are you supporting me or not? What do you want? Um, but otherwise, it was very everything was brand new to me. So I was getting, you know, an email from Drew Barrymore, email from Kelly Clarkson, email from Ellen, like that type of stuff where I was like, oh my God. Like, and <laughs> yeah. I would just like screenshot and send it to my mom. like, what is going on? And they'd just be like, what the, like, and it was kind of one of those things where everything would happen. They'd just be like, at this point, like, I, it, okay, what's next, you know? Yeah. So that was really cool to kind of see people like supporting me no matter what. And throughout every meetup, even when I would come back to New York for like 24 hours, any of my friends would be like, hey, do you need a place to stay? Hey, what do I need to give? You know, like, do you need anything? And it was really awesome because obviously they knew I wasn't sleeping that much and like yeah. kind of struggling. <laughs> but it was really cool to just kind of from the start to the beginning, even today, like a lot of them still really support me. And I just it makes me cry because it's just really cool to see them still supporting it, even though it's normal, like normalized now, like doing the meetups and stuff. And this is like my little organization and stuff. So that's so fucking cool yeah. dude who was the person you were like most starstruck by who reached out or you got to meet after all this i mean drew barrymore was pretty cool like that yeah, was that was really awesome nuts. i mean that's one of those things i walked on stage and i blacked out i was like huh. um <laughs> but i literally was sitting there in a chair literally this close to her yeah. and she was she said i'm starstruck by you and i literally looked at her like am i what? hello am i on drugs right now like hello <laughs> it was just cool and i don't know there was a lot of just random people that reached out to me that i just in my head thought i can't mm. believe my name even passed through their mouth let alone them dming me or them emailing me or having whatever or wanting to meet up or something and it was just really cool i think it's really awesome that a lot of people care so much about m meeting people and and making friends and talking about this now because before it was so almost like looked down upon mm -hmm. it's like oh you're lonely you're sad you're depressed like oh okay keep that to yourself and now it's oh you're lonely sad depressed me too like <laughs> yeah and it's a little, little, you know a lot now but it was really cool to have yeah. people be so open to it now because these people i feel if i ever tried to do this before the pandemic people would be like yeah i'm not lonely <laughs> i got friends and places sure, sure. you know but now yeah. that they went through all of this and everyone's going through all of it together it was like a, oh let's go to this meetup like let's meet, meet some people let's do it whatever yeah i think people are way more open-minded yeah to sure. meeting people in whatever way yeah. yeah and it's just a natural part of getting older too if yeah. you are if you're not married because if you're married you're like i have my friend yeah and it's easy to not, but not to throw shade, Brianna. No, it's but, not. Just, I have my one friend. But you know what I mean? No, but I mean, like, you have, you have, like, you have, like, your husband. Like, you have, like, mm. your best friend. Your person. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your person. You know, your person. Yeah. And I think, you know, my friends who are single are way more open and and willing and interested in going to things like this yeah. whereas like my friends in committed relationships who have like you know careers are focused on like that's already a lot they're like i have a dog i have a partner i have a job yeah. like i don't have time to go make new friends even if they want to go to something yeah. like that so and that's really isolating for people who are single or they're in a relationship but they're in a new city with their relationship or they're you know in a new city with a job they love but don't ever like everybody's 
I think there's nobody I've met as an adult who's like, I have enough relationships. Like, yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want anybody. But I think there are people who are like, I'm so busy. I don't have time to do extra yeah. stuff. But then that makes the people in their lives who do have the time to do it mm-hmm. and quite frankly need to make the time to do it yeah. so that they feel less isolated. It makes it hard for them right. to, to get out there and do That's it. It's rough. Clap if you're excited about the new Manscaped launch. That was me clapping because today I'm excited to announce their brand new ultra premium collection. Believe it or not, they're moving above the bikini line. I'm talking about upgrading the man in your life's hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. This is an all-in-one skin and hair kit for the everyday man that covers him from head to toe, literally. Manscaped is trusted below the waist. Now trust them with the rest. Help him join the 4 million men worldwide who look great and smell great thanks to Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code SAD. We all know what a game changer the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 has been for trimming down there. We've got Manscaped Premium Deodorant, Hydrating Body Spray, 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner, because we know no guys are going to use both. Let's combine those. Plus a free gift, a three-pack set of lip balm, peppermint, eucalyptus oil, vitamin E. Amazing. Love it. So get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SADSAD at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code SADSAD at manscaped.com. The only smell you'll want on him in a bottle thanks to Manscaped. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough out there, man. Um, Well... We were talking with Erica and she was talking about how, um, you know, going to meetups and stuff, you have that preconceived notion of like, do I do this while I look like a loser or anything like that? Um, So it's nice to know that so many people are going single by themselves. That's so brave. That is so incredibly brave to take that. Um, We get so many emails, DMs, like, how do I make friends? How do I... Do you have anything, obviously, besides your wonderful meetup, which people should go check your website and see the events that are happening in their cities and towns. Um, But do you have any other advice or anything you've heard from people where they've had luck with friendships and meeting people? Yeah. I always think that, I mean, joining like a rec league or something that you enjoy very like much. I love soccer. I love like working out of the gym like I joined like a soccer club like stuff like that where you already have something in common so it's pretty easy and also if it's like a team sport or something like that um, even if it's like crocheting like you're doing it all together Mm -hmm. and it's something that is that icebreaker question that you already have in common with somebody and even if it's something you know as simple as there's this like group that meets up and they play board games together there's like this place Mm -hmm. in Soho that they do it and it's stuff like that where it's it might be awkward and those you know when people say you know i look like a loser going or something like that okay you won't look like a loser when you come out with like 10 new friends but (laughs) but also it's so frustrating that people think it's lame to go out of your comfort zone and do something new Mm. and i have you know seen all these like manifestation tiktoks and stuff like that but it's 
this new thing I feel like people are finally realizing like it's okay to start something new even past like high school even past college and I dropped out of college and I didn't get those like for life or like college relationship so (laughs) it was really rough to see all of my friends in college kind of go through those devastating four years together of you know you've been you've seen some shit and so I really had a hard time with kind of especially because when you drop out of college you're kind of like you do it to be pushed into the workforce and Mm -hmm. I went to be pushed in the workforce and that was kind of that icebreaker of cool we all work together 20 hours a day (laughs) haha like we're so quirky so it was just it was just kind of weird show ourselves we haha we are we but that was like the only thing we had in common you know so now I was trying to find people that now right now like in this moment right now I'm trying to find people that kind of have I absolutely love my friends ride or dies like everything but with being full-time social media and doing no more lonely friends it's really hard to find people that don't have nine to fives or want to film some stuff or want to film stupid videos or something that like it sounds so dumb to people but it's my full-time job and it's you know oh do I start a podcast like do I do this now like because I need (laughs) to fill that time but also I'm so passionate about it and I love it but I don't have those people that have the same schedule as me or you know it's oh I work till 7 p.m. I work till this I can't hang out today I can't so that was kind of where I'm reaching out to a lot of mutuals online and stuff hey do you want to film a video hey do you want to hang out yada yada and i'm finding people that really like relate to me but we have that in common so if you find that common commonality is that a word mm-hmm. is that a word if you find that common ground of of knowing something's together um because it brings you together then it's kind of easy to make that friendship work easily mm. Mm. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) and doing something creative and working for yourself can be very isolating even if you do have like great friends from childhood or school or whatever yeah or work like because not a lot of people make their own schedules and have a weird job where they're traveling on the weekends like you essentially have the same schedule i do which is you tour all weekend so (laughs) it's not it's really really hard to do and because you're working when people are going out and you're (laughs) providing the thing that people are going out to and i know you're meeting people at these events too but it is your job yeah so that seems like is it hard to separate sometimes do you feel the need to separate it's it's very hard sometimes especially when you know I'm the first one at my meetups. I'm the last one at my meetups. And so mm. when people are like leaving two hours in, three hours in to go to lunch, and they're like, hey, you want to go? I'm like, I cannot. But <laughs> yeah. I would love to join you after or something like that where, um, you know, a lot of people will see me at the meetups and then we didn't really get to talk or something. And then they reach out to me outside of that. And it's like, a, okay, like, let's do this. But a lot of, I don't know, a lot of people can't separate the, I don't know, like the, persona persona of me as a person versus me online and i'm like i pride myself in being the same online as i am in person to be honest but also there's like that random kind of awkwardness of people like i follow you online yeah and we hang out you know so it is that yeah kind of awkwardness i don't see it as awkward but they obviously see me in a different light because they see my videos online or whatever unless in person yeah and it's you're starting off in like sort of a lopsided relationship because they feel like you they feel close to you yeah. they feel closer to you and you're it's like a parasocial cool, new person relationship 100 percent. Really are you in a relationship no are you dating no no <laughs> you don't do like no i'm very are busy you? 
possibly like I could. <laughs> I don't. Right well, now. I was I wondering because if you if you're doing all of this, do you ever Ooh. if you do go on dating apps or even at these meetups, if you meet people, is there any weirdness with like people knowing who you are? <laughs> Okay, so and then being like, let's go out. <laughs> I could literally talk about this for so long. Um, okay, so one, I'm gonna start laughing so hard. Okay, bring it together, Marissa. Bring it together. Um, I don't do dating apps. Okay, I downloaded a dating app for literally like 24 hours. The first three people who respond to me, hey, are you that girl from? And I was like, oh yeah. my god. And I don't. I put as my job like something random, so that they won't even know like to put it together. But if they do know, a lot of people act like they don't know who i am yeah and then they don't and i like when people are like oh watch out for cloud i'm like i have zero cloud like sorry but like i have like <laughs> no cloud and it's like funny that people even go out of their way to try to use me for some sort of clout because i'm like what do you what can i give you like a new friendship oh no like like what do you you know so it's kind have you of felt like people have tried to use you yes. for clout like like take pictures with you and post them or no what? not even that i mean that could be sure like i don't really care about that because it's my job but like hanging out with me i have this i call it a superpower it's so lame but i can see right through people mm. if they're hanging out with me to be friends with me or hanging out with me to because of who i am and the idea of of, of it and becoming it's friends so with you yeah. funny because again i'm not like millions and millions later it's <laughs> like okay i do social media for jobs sure but again, like my job slash my persona online is everyone's friend. So I have to make that um, very clear to some people. And I have had people that have said, we're dating or we have been. Yeah. And some like people will come back to me and be like, oh, my God, I didn't even know you you and you were dating. And I was like, whoa, oh my God. where did this come from? Mm. Like, we've hung out twice. Yeah, this is crazy. Like and stuff like that. It's very odd. I I have a big heart for people in general. Mm -hmm. So I'm very open and like I'll hang out with a lot of people and yada, yada. But when people cross that line, it gets very messy very quickly. And I have to cut it off and I feel so bad because you know I want to be their friend or whatever it is but I can't you can't like you can't cross that line and it's yeah. so odd and I can only imagine for like you know people way bigger than me or way you know huge actors or something like that now I kind of know why they're kind of dicks like because it's like if I'm going through this and I don't even have anything imagine somebody like Selena Gomez or whatever, Justin Bieber, like they all. Oh, that was a bad pair together. Sorry. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Uh -oh. um, sorry. Don't open that can of worms. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's stuff like that where I just get very scared dating people because I don't know if they're lying to me about something or if they're just like, it's weird. I don't know. Have you ever gone out with somebody who then like later was like, I knew who you were? Isn't that weird? It's so weird. I'm like, I am flattered when people are like, hey, I've seen your stuff. Like, it's really cool. Like, congrats. Like, that's awesome. Super cash. I'm like, thanks so much. That's awesome. Yeah. Like three dates in or three hangouts oh. in. They're like, okay, I actually knew who you were because my friend, I'm like, uh, okay. Mm. All right. Sure. Yeah. And I get like so weirded out, especially if I share something personal. And then I'm like, okay, you could tell anyone. And I don't. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's very yeah. odd. But you could argue that that's... I understand why people think that's the move. Yeah. Because they're trying to, like, seem they're chill. To, yeah. They don't want to freak you out. They're like, 
I'll get to know her and then later be like, so here's the thing. I did know because yeah. that's like that's such a rom com type yeah. move mm-hmm. that seems cute. But there is something unsettling about it where you're like, it I is. feel like you hid something from and me. It's a hiding factor. And it's also I would just rather someone come up like if I follow someone online or if I'm like super into somebody's work. And I'm like, yo, we could be friends or something. I'll walk and be like, yo, I really respect your work or I'm really, I see your stuff online. It's really awesome. Like yada, yada, cool, casual, fun, whatever. Obviously don't like jump in and be like, hey, I'm obsessed with your work. But (laughs) you know, it is, but also it's very odd when someone comes way later on and you're like, okay, like I know you know what I do, especially if someone asks me what I do, I'm like, okay, if they asked me what I did and they knew, you know, it's just, it's oh, that's so super weird. weird. Yeah. It's so weird. Oh, I don't like that. It's so weird. Yeah. But yeah, mm. I definitely have to um, address it early or cut it off early if if they give me some off vibes like that, for sure. Yeah. I feel like with your job, like if somebody said, so what do you do? And you told them and they asked no follow-up questions, that would probably yeah. be the red flag. <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh, I run these meetups. And they're like, oh, cool. So do you want to go eat? Yeah, like, yeah. like <laughs> m- Most people would have follow-up questions yeah. to that. You know? My favorite is I'll tell people I'm an event planner. They're like, oh. oh, like weddings and stuff? I'm like, yes. Yes. That's, weddings. That's exactly that's the it. move. All weddings. of the weddings. Yeah. Let me plan your wedding. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Yeah. It's very interesting. But I I do. I love my job. I love it so much. But I just, yeah. Some people, shady. Yeah. You need to watch out, you know. But it's also such a big part of who you are. Yeah. So it's like, you're like, I want people I to want, know. Yeah. I want people. I want to spread my word of, of come to this meetup, come to this. But you got to sometimes be careful about it. Yeah. I don't know. Would you ideally want to meet someone outside of one of these meetups who like had no idea what you did or who you were and that you went viral on TikTok? Not necessarily. It's not that I care. It's more why they care about me. Mm. Are you putting me on a pedestal? Is this a parasocial relationship where you feel like you know more about me than I know about you? And so it's kind of that like odd, again, unbalanced relationship. Or is it because you just genuinely think I'm cool and like yada yada? And I know a lot of my friends, the ones that are like my closest, closest friends, they don't they don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I don't really care what you're doing. Like, just be nice <laughs> to me. And I'm like, cool, same to you. Like, that's awesome, sure. you know? But yeah, some the people that are like, hey, like tag me in that story. Hey, like, oh, if you're like, yeah. like, oh, we should take a photo while we're hanging out at this random place. I'm like, what is the point? <laughs> like, OK, sure. Yeah. And it doesn't bother me when it's like a close friend or something like that. It, uh, again, if it's someone that follows me or something and they're like, hey, you want to take a photo? I'm like, hell yeah, like, let's do it. But if it's someone going out of their way to make it mm-hmm. so that they can be like, hey, I'm hanging out with Marissa Mize. I'm mm-hmm. like, you're five people clout that you're going to get. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> sure. Go off, I guess. <laughs> whatever. It took me eight episodes together before i could muster the courage to ask you for a photo because i was like so weird when you told me that i was like what are you talking about i was like if i play this wrong at any time she'll leave and i was so scared um so i was like i'll be really chill just wait i mean i didn't pretend like i didn't know who you were (laughs) not at all no no you were like big fan like you were like (laughs) You were a very huge fan. Hey, love your two work. seconds in, I was like, "Big fan, say your work. I love it." Yeah, which I, I did not feel like that was weird at all. Yeah, like, and you came still. to me about a thing. Like, you were like, "If you want to do a podcast, like, yeah. we can do that over here." Right. And if anything, I was the one who was like, "And also, you could be my friend." <laughs> well, we're here. That is so funny. Yeah. It all do you find out. it hard? Like, so, since you're so bicoastal, you said, "Do you find it hard, like, keeping kind of tabs on your life?" Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I do. It's it's very up and down here. Like, 
Do you, you prefer it here to mm. California, right? Yeah. What reasons do you prefer it here? I feel like people are more um, straight up here. Mm. We're more straight yeah. up. And also, I think that a lot of people in California, just the state in general, not even just LA, are all talk. Mm. And nothing really gets done. Mm. Here, it's you say it, and 15 minutes later, if we're not doing it, like, what are we doing here? And so mm. I think that's really respectable of a lot of people here. Like, all right, put your put your money where your mouth is. Like, put your actions where your mouth is. Because if you're going to say it, like, you got to do it. And I really respect that. In LA, I feel I've been here for what, a year and a half now. And I feel like I've done more in six months mm. than I did in six years. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. And that's like, that's like not even an exaggeration. I feel like I was just dilly dallying all the time being like, oh, I'm, I'm doing something. Mm -hmm. And I feel here, no one really, I mean, people talk about what they're doing, but no one talks about in LA. It's like, I'm auditioning for this Netflix show. I'm auditioning for this. Like, oh, I'm, I'm doing this book that like, and here it's, you do it. Then when it comes out or something, they're like, oh, by the way, did this. And right. you're like, what you know and <laughs> you know? it's cool because i feel that everyone here you actually have to like haul ass to get somewhere in la it's you could just live in an apartment with like 30 people and no one everyone's like oh that's normal you're like why are you doing that to yourself why i feel like people here live in an apartment with like 30 people you don't think so no they're just really small apartments so it feels like there's 30 people <laughs> like there's five of us but it's <laughs> much it smaller no yeah yeah it's you know i i feel more comfortable in california and i'm still trying to figure out if that is just because that's where i grew up i was gonna ask that yeah and i'm just uncomfortable and anxious anywhere else hmm, interesting and if i could get to a place where like i really love it here yeah. and i'm like you know what this is actually it i do are you somebody who's like i will die here <laughs> or are you like maybe down the road i'm gonna move somewhere there's no snow like how how are you feeling about that i know you're 24 yeah no i get it i get it and I, climate change is coming but like <laughs> let's try to imagine we have a future um if the earth doesn't burn down in the next five years um <laughs> i love new york like i i i die for the city woo um but i love it for reasons that a lot of people don't really see it unless they live here uh, the thing that is so great about here, again, is like how straight up the people are. The public transportation, you can kind of get anywhere, whatever. No one has any excuses unless the train's delayed then. Okay. <laughs> but it's one of those things that I realize I can do my job from anywhere. I really love living here and the, the talk of things getting done and finished and everything. But I... I could I could move to Africa tomorrow. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it's just something that if if something came up and I had to go live in LA for five years to film something or do something or whatever, I'd be like, all right, here we go. Like, whatever. It's not a big deal to me and I can pick up and move. And I feel like that's part of my childhood was at any point, literally one random Friday, my mom would be like, hey, we're going for mm. th this many weeks or whatever. And I was like, okay. And it's just, I think that's great, but also easy to run away. Mm -hmm. So easy to run away so easy so that's really a toxic trait of mine i feel like that i can just pick up and be like i'll see you guys when i see you and yeah. that's hard because a lot of my friends are like what hello like <laughs> yeah what, what about us and i'm like oh okay anyway like i'll see i'll see you soon you know and i feel bad because when i left la i literally just picked up and was hey i'm moving to new york and yeah. my friends were like what 
And I was like, oh, come visit. There was no <laughs> like, I've been thinking about this. No, none and, of and, that. Well, my true friends, like my really close friends, I was in a relationship and I, I told them, I was like, hey, I really want to move to New York at some point, but we're together. So I don't want to do that because it'd be across the country. And he was like, okay, like what? Once that ended or whatever, I was like, this is my time, whatever, might as well. But I just kind of over the years wanted to always live there. But I feel like a lot of people were like, you need to be in L.A. to do your job. You need to yeah. be in L.A. to make it anywhere. You have to be here. So I was so scared to leave because I had those words from other people saying you would never make it anywhere else because this is where you need to be is Hollywood. And I was like, OK. And now look at me, bitch. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> love, love. Oh, my God. Yes. Sorry, that's I'm not so, this cocky. That's like, I feel like you're the example we have talked about on this podcast where I'm like, I know there are people who like just always want to move there, go through a breakup, whatever, and just go, oh, I'm just going to do it. And then they get here and they love it. Yeah. We've not talked to anybody like that no. yet, though. But I know that those people exist. And it's like the dream kind yeah. of like I'm so jealous of people. What like do you that. not like about here? I think I'm just... Well, there's a lot of pressure on it if you're trying to make it your home. I think I like it better when I'm like, this is temporary. Sure. Then I'm like, this place is fucking awesome. But <laughs> if I'm like, I have to have children here, then oh, that's when I get like, okay. I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. Like, this feels like a place I could be for 10 years. Sure. Beyond that, I don't know. Because mm -hmm. I grew up in like a very rural area Suburbia, and then the suburbs yeah. you know like i grew up like in like orchards yeah. like i miss that mm -hmm. and that's where i feel very calm and like you don't feel calm here sure and it's not a the calm is the incorrect word to yeah. use for new york city for sure so i will i will spend three weeks here and i'll think i'm doing really well and yeah. i like it and it's great and then i fly back to la and i land and i'm like I have not <laughs> a <un> driveway. <laughs> yes. Dude, I'm like, I have not unclenched my <laughs> asshole <laughs> in three weeks. I swear to God. That's it's so true. It's so crazy. Like, if I wanted kids, I would rather die than live here. Yeah. I don't want kids though. So I'm like, I can yes. live anywhere. Uh, but like, it is one of those things where I, but anywhere I look, I'm like, raising a child in Ohio. Like, no, I could never do that. Well, personal like, attack raise on this one. Sorry, not Ohio. Nothing no, against you, kidding. Ohio. So sorry. Um, are you from Ohio? Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. She's not like super <laughs> into Ohio. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's just oh my God, that was not personal. State. I did no, not know, I I did not know that. Okay. So anyway, um, what's another one? Michigan? I don't know. Um, but it's something where I look at that and this is just have to do with the world, I guess. But I look at anywhere in the world right now. I'm like, oh my God, raising a child. Terrifying. That is terrifying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes me want to cry. Literally, yeah. I could never, ever. That's why I think also, though, I think of myself as like a child, an adult child. I was literally laying in bed last night and it was like 5 a.m. I was like, why am I awake? And I was like, I'm an adult child. <laughs> and I was just like, I couldn't, I couldn't, I don't know, raising a child in, especially in the city or some somewhere like that. I just, whew. yeah, it's a lot. I hope I don't want kids. I really, I still want them and I'm hoping that passes. Mm, that's what the pandemic hit done. I wanted, I wanted kids. I wanted like three, <laughs> two, three kids and yeah. pandemic hit. And I was like, actually I would no. Yeah. <laughs> Never again. So I'm like set in stone. Don't want kids. Yeah. I'll be the fun aunt. 
yeah that's it that's the cool part <laughs> so good that's what my life brianna is. do you have any other questions because i mean this was the easiest episode ever and i don't want to end it without <laughs> so you getting all your questions in well um ask first of all just thank you so much for being here and coming on the podcast thank you guys for having so me. cool literally the perfect guest literally the perfect guest you were so great you guys um, are making my ego explode <laughs> Expl- you deserve it um so we kind of do things like a uh, checkout second segment. Some, we talk a lot about mental health. Ooh, um, is there something from this past week that you did just for you to help you deal with your mental health this week? Is there anything that you did? Yeah. So I got evicted <laughs> and <laughs> I have been really struggling with yeah. like, what do I do next? What am I even doing? And a lot of people look at me like, okay, you have all this stuff going online and whatever. And I kind of, I turn it into comedy, you know, comedy is from trauma, but Mm -hmm. it is one of those things that I needed to step back and really reevaluate my mental health because I was like spiraling because I was like, I don't have a place to go. What do I do? Blah, blah, blah. And a lot of the things I do is kind of have a chill night that there's no expectations. I invited over like a few Mm. of my friends and I didn't really say what we were doing. I was just like, hey, come over. Mm. And I invited over like, so like, I don't know, like 10 of my friends or something. We just hung out. Like we put on a movie, but we would like randomly pause it and just like start in conversation. We all brought something to eat and it was just like a nice hangout. And it really kind of like opened my eyes of like cool you have good friends around you Mm -hmm. they care they were asking me like hey and I was like I don't really want to talk about it right now but I'm glad you know like you kind of checked in on me you know but I I kind of re-centered myself by realizing I have good friends right now they're here for me they showed up for me um they would do anything for me honestly and it's really great because I would do anything for them and I think that was a a good mental check-in for myself also just I love going through um and like kind of binging the things that I don't want and if I'm even hesitant about something I just donate it and I'm like okay I donate it I can't go back right it's gone now and that really kind of clears my head as well but kind of just recentering myself finding things that I really love I love making videos and editing videos and I kind of fell out of that for a while of just doing it for like the content doing it for whatever just to post something and I started filming my days and doing like a day in my life and editing it through and doing the voiceovers and it really just brought that joy back of wow I loved doing this and I got burnt out and now I'm coming back to it and finding that joy again and doing all this stuff that's like my job and stuff so it's not you know a job if you never have to work Mm -hmm. so that was kind of something that I really brought me back to myself again for sure that's awesome also going to the gym I fell out of that for so long and I really hated it. And now I go for like the pure joy of like, I need to get this out. Mm Woohoo. And I go like once or twice a day now and just to like let go of like whatever I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. But I do it for me, not for like losing weight purposes or not for whatever it is. It's just to go to feel good. And yeah, I feel good, you know? But yeah, I think that's something really great that people just need to like slow down, stop, really just reevaluate, even if it's by yourself. Yeah. That's all so great. Also, I'm sorry I laughed when you said I could evict it. Oh, no. <laughs> Just the it way you funny. said it was so funny. It and is funny. we had been talking about it before we started recording. Yeah. And like that whole situation is so fucking crazy. It is and psycho. Honestly, they owe you money. Everyone yeah. online um, is like, we need the story. I'm like, once I get out of this, we're good. Yeah. Dude. But- oh, my God. That's... <laughs> I that's crazy what is going on over there um so I hope that gets resolved but yeah also just the way you said it made me laugh (laughs) and then you 
had like addicted. such a genuine like and this is what i did afterward and i was like i'm sorry that was just god damn it it's funny though i love yeah, you're like so i got evicted and i was like i just as toxic as these things are for me to laugh about it is so funny go to therapy people but yeah. it is Seriously. funny to like joke about in a general sense but right. it is it is one of those things that i kind of take and i'm like oh this is so bad because it's my job but like i can make a video out of this like yeah. something like oh, that right. where i take it throw it back and i'm like this is funny throw it back mm-hmm. but and i'm 24 i'm a child um so but, yeah. <laughs> but it is cool because i get to kind of turn all this stuff into bringing people into my lives without sharing too much information because you gotta be careful obviously but yeah with people like showing that side of you online is like hey i'm a normal person hello mm-hmm. like first of all second of all i can get evicted like hello but two uh three it's like very nice to be able to just kind of turn that into something i'm like this is funny like yeah. let's laugh about it now deal with it later <laughs> you know get my twelve thousand dollars back it's fine yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh god oh my god well you were such a great guest thank you so much for making this happen thanks and making for time for us. Me. I'm, and was, we're looking forward to this for the past few weeks so i'm really glad yeah. to be here so glad it worked out yeah look at it just slide into anyone's dms guys slide into my dms it's <laughs> so easy we were just like i think brianna was like by the way she's down <laughs> to be on the podcast and i was like you messaged her <laughs> it was so funny because so many people yeah. Like they were like, message them, message them, go on the podcast, go on the podcast. And then you messaged me yes. and I was like, oh, they already did. Best You're like, me. I don't need yeah. to go to them. They have come to me. <laughs> but my ma- my manager, I, I sent to he's like, no. I was like, oh yes. Cause he loves comedy. He did stand up for a while and stuff. So he was like really involved in it. And so he's like, make sure you go on the podcast. I was like, I will. Jonathan, it's for you, baby. Sub Jonathan. Sub Jonathan. Thanks for lending us your client. Yeah. Thank you so much much do you want to like plug where people can yeah uh no more lonely friends.com we're kind of revamping everything rebranding everything right now so that'll be great because we're making it more personal and also just more involved across the united states around the world in different countries and just my tiktok and my instagram are marissa mize it's mize without the s no <laughs> um but yeah no uh just hopefully we'll start up meet up soon we're kind of going around the whole surge stuff right now but mm. once they start back up come on out meet someone new meet me meet you have a good time <laughs> yeah thanks no more lonely friends baby let's go <laughs> uh plug your stuff oh sorry yes i'm on tour guys <laughs> ttomcomedy.com just go look i don't know when this episode's gonna come out so just go look at it i have a lot of dates and i'm touring uh until the first week of may and my special's coming out really soon and we might have announced when it's coming out by the time this comes out but i don't know so i'm not gonna say it (laughs) but follow me on instagram and pay attention because that's coming out very soon (laughs) let's go let's go we did it